Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our show today. We're talking about the secrets to getting more out of life. So, we hope that uh, the show today helps you. We once again thank all of you who participate with us from all over the world. And uh, it's just a really great time for us to, to really get together right now because it's the beginning of the year. A lot of people have made those things that are called resolutions. And um, it's a time for us to just really look back and see, are there some things that we could have maybe have done different, uh, that we want to do different, and maybe not focus on the past, but focus on it from a perspective of challenging ourselves to do better in this coming year. So what are the secrets? What are the things that help us get more out of life? So hopefully today there'll be a little, a few tidbits that are maybe some things that you already knew, and maybe just look at it from a different perspective, and maybe even a few new things that will come your way. So uh, we'll just go ahead and jump in and get started with the show. Uh, as a lot of you all know, my name is Crystal Richardson, and uh, we are looking at being above our best this year, above our best. Not settling for less, but we can be above our best. Don't settle for less, be above your best. And so what does that mean? That means that we would be able to get more out of life. And, uh, you know, for those out there that are, are Christians or have some type of faith and, and belief, uh, we know that, you know, we were put here for a reason, for a purpose, and uh, we were all created uh, for a specific reason. So even if you don't have any religious beliefs, uh, you do know that in your mind, there's maybe some things that you could have done differently in order to get more out of this past year or the years that, that have led up to this past year. So in that, we want to focus on the future and focus on how we can maybe do a few analysis of, of what has transpired in our lives in order to propel us and catapult us into uh, the best year yet. So I know that particular phrase has been used a number of times, you know, shifting into our best year. This is a year of clarity. This is a year of purpose. There's a lot of things that have been coined for the year 2020. But I'm here also to declare that we can have our best year yet. And I know people say that every single year. But I think, you know, that I'm just at a point in my life uh, that I've had a lot of self-discovery. And so one of the, the secrets, if you are taking notes, one thing is related to self-discovery, understanding who you are. Now, you may not have where you're able to totally understand, you know, all of the different things that are going on in your mind. Um, and, uh, you know, in Think and Grow Rich, you know, it, it talks about, uh, you know, that, there's a number of fears we have and a number of beliefs that we have that were put into us uh, by whether it's our parents or our, our religion or um, media. There's different things that we believe about ourselves based on where we came from. And so all of that part is it's not our fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's how we were raised. And so it's now our opportunity, no matter what age you are, if you're a teenager listening or watching this show, a young adult or an adult or even a senior citizen, it's not too late to discover who you are and have that self-revelation so that you can have your best year yet. So I know over these past several years, you know, I do call myself a one and a half, a two-year-old, because there are a number of things that I have discovered related to um, why I think the way I do, why I do certain things the way I do. And it's because of things that have happened to me in my past. And, you know, I've talked a number of times about the, the bullying that has occurred or even racial things or, you know, because I'm a female and working in all of these different uh, positions in all of these different countries. And, uh, you know, along with that comes uh, certain things. And part of it 
is the self-discovery. That's one point. And another point is what do you focus on? Okay. So another point is focus. And if you don't focus on the negativity of which is, that's part of what I did when, when I was uh, being bullied and, and really focused on that and the words that were being said by those people, as opposed to just letting it just roll off, you know, shake, shake it off, shaking it off and just focusing on the positive and going about my way. I, I, I really dwelled on that. I really dwelled on it. And so if we don't dwell on those things and if we don't dwell on the low vibrations and, and focus more on uh, higher vibrations, people who are at our same level or even beyond on where it is that we want to be uh, in our lives, then uh, we, we can transform that thought process, okay? And so when I say vibration, I just really mean that if there's people that are always negative, they're always complaining, they're always worried, it's not that you shouldn't associate with those people, uh, but it is where uh, they need to see and understand where you are, that that's not going to be your focus, okay? So don't get bogged down with that, but help them to also raise their vibration and their awareness that, you know, hey, um, that's something that maybe I don't need to do, okay? And it's not even where you even have to say anything to them about it. It's just that you have to live your life in a different way. So one of the things that's happening right now is I'm having some of the final work done on my book, Into the New, and it talks a lot about some of these secrets, some of these nuggets that we're giving you related to how you can get more out of life, okay? And so one of the things that it talks about is gratitude. And again, that may be something that you've heard a lot about, but have you actually implemented the principles of gratitude, okay? And so when we talk about the principles of gratitude, one of the things that I do is first thing when I wake up in the morning, you know, I thank God for another day and uh, tell my husband, you know, that I love him and um, really also telling myself that I do and just being grateful for what I have and even for what I don't have. Um, some of you all know that I have a thyroid condition and so sometimes I, I don't wake up feeling my best, okay? I don't wake up really gung-ho and, and on fire for the day because sometimes it's just really, really hard to just drag myself out of bed. But I still have to be thankful for life. I still have to be grateful for what I do have, okay? And, um, and I talk, yeah, I've talked sometimes about my hair. You know, my hair had gotten up probably around this short at one point in time. But there's some people that don't even have that much hair. So, you know, just being grateful that even if my thyroid is, is going one way and my hair falls out and my weight blows up, or if it's going another way where my hair is longer and my weight is down, whatever it is in my mood and, and a number of things related to my digestive system, you still have to be grateful for what it is that you have, okay? So in this book, Into the New, there's a section in here about gratitude. And I actually uh, did some um, notes in here related to over 100 entries that I've had in my gratitude journal related to things that I'm grateful for. So if that is not a habit, if that is not something that you can use, it's, it's the secret the cat is out of the bag, the secret is out, okay, on this particular one related to gratitude, is that we have to make gratitude a part of our daily routine. We have to make gratitude one of our habits, okay? And so um, I am in the One Habit book, a number of them, and I'm going to be in some more. And if you want to get some information about that particular series and see if you'd be interested in being in some too, it's onehabit.com. It's the number one habit.com. Okay. So if you would like to get more information about that, uh, Steve Sandless is an, a genius and he is the one that is the owner of that. But what I'm talking about right now is habits and making gratitude a habit. Make gratitude a habit. Now, all of these things that we talk about on this show and other shows and, and different things that you may read or hear people say, these are real. These are real. If you want to get more out of life, there's no secret that you have to have a grateful heart, okay? You have to have a grateful heart. So uh, I appreciate the fact that um, all throughout my life, I, I consider myself a thankful person. And I've always said thank you to my parents. You know, they, they both have passed away, you know, have been, have been gone for a while. But I was very thankful for them and all that they did for us. You know, we didn't grow up with a lot uh, in Flint, Michigan, 
but we did have love. And so I was grateful for that. I was even grateful for the discipline. I was even grateful for the times that they didn't let me go maybe to a party that I wanted to go to or, or, or spend the night somewhere that uh, maybe it wasn't the best conditions because there were some other men and different things like that. But I was just furious at the time because I wanted to hang out with my friends and, and be a part of, of the group, okay? But sometimes there's things that happen for us, to us, and with us, that uh, is for our greater good, okay? So another nugget for getting more out of life is understanding that all things really do work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, but all things also work together for good for those who put their mind on focusing on a higher vibration, okay? So Again, when I say the word vibration, I'm just saying that you're not going to get bogged down and and get pulled into being a complainer, a worrier, and a gossiper and things that maybe some other people are doing. You're going to rise above that and, and, and maybe speak positivity and have where people know you as the positive person, as the smiling person, as the person who is always looking for a better way as opposed to complaining. If somebody had said something as well, you could say to them, well, how about you try this or try that? Uh, a lot of people know me as the plan uh, ABCD person because if something is going on and we need to maybe look at what happened and maybe need to look at some troubleshooting and we teach this in our Echelon Leadership Institute for junior high, high school and college students is that you have to have a mind that allows you to think about uh, other ways to get around that thing, okay? So if something doesn't work, you know, I go into MacGyver mode, and those who are of that era know that MacGyver had a way of being able to fix or change anything uh, into being something that worked. Something that didn't work, he was able to make it work, okay? So have a mindset. A way to get more out of life is having a mindset that allows you to think about other ways to get things done, okay? So you still have the same goal. You still have the same purpose. You're looking at that outcome and saying that we are going to do this thing, and I am going to do whatever it takes to get there, whatever it takes uh, by any means necessary. And some of you all know who, who, that's, who that's by, okay? So by any means necessary, we're going to do whatever it takes to go closer and closer and get better and better so that we can make that thing happen, okay? So I talked about this book and the Flint Out Loud book and a number of other books that, that I'm in, as well as ones that I'm writing, other initiatives that I already have some planning done towards. And... You have to do whatever is necessary to get those things done. So yes, that does mean that one of the secrets is that you are going to lose some sleep, okay? One of the secrets that I just mentioned is that you have to have a plan. Another thing is that you need to have where you surround yourself with people that have those same types of morals and values and types of goals, okay? Now, what does that mean? Again, it's not saying that you separate yourself from everyone. There's a time and a place to be with all different kinds of people. But sometimes you just have to buckle down and get things done. So you have to have people that are doers, people that are willing to take action. And this year, I'm speaking of soaring with eagles. I'm speaking of being above your best. I'm speaking of action over words. Time out for just all this talk. It's really time out for all this talk. You need to start getting things done. Uh, and I need to start getting things done. And it has worked for me in the fact that I have notes everywhere. I have papers everywhere. I have my boards that I continue to talk about that uh, have information on it related to the different things that I am working on getting done. Okay. So when I say time out for talk, all I really mean is that, I mean, you can talk, but if you're just going to talk, and not work towards the actions, then uh, you're wasting people's time and you're wasting your own time. So one of the things that I wanna talk about is time management, okay? So a part of planning, a part of how you get more out of life is making more of your day. And uh, there are, in, in one year, there's 525, 1,699 minutes. I had to look at it because it was like a big number. 525,699 minutes in a year. 
that's a lot of minutes. And sometimes, you know, we spend time doing things that we know do, it does not get us closer to our purpose. Now, we all know that sometimes you have to have uh, mind off time, you know, where you shut down your brain and maybe you, you watch a TV show that uh, just helps you just to, to decompress it in that particular instance, okay? But having where you do these marathons, maybe, and watching something over and over again in the next episode, next episode, next episode, and week after week, is that really productive time? Now, depending on what it is that you're trying to do in your life, it might be that that's exactly what you need to do. I was just sick last week. A lot of people were sick with the flu, and I really could not hold my head up. I really could not keep my eyes open. Um, I was just very weak, and um, there's all different kinds of flu uh, bugs out there, but I just really could not focus. So, yeah, I had the TV on, and it was just going from episode to episode, but I was not conscious uh, through all of that, okay? So, all I'm saying is that if you have goals, if you have some things that you want to accomplish, then you need to be about using some of those 525,699 minutes doing that, okay? Uh, there's other stats related to the amount of time that people spend on things that are related to other people as opposed to themselves, okay? So stats on how many times you're checking your notification. Every time you hear a bing or a ding or a buzz, that you're checking your notifications as opposed to doing something that would benefit your particular purpose. Not saying anything about the fact that you shouldn't do that, but maybe if you do it in a more constructive way. So the name of this show is How to Get More Out of Life. And one of the things that I want to maybe just suggest is that you put yourself on a schedule, okay? So some people know that I answer messages right away, and sometimes it might take me a minute. You know, it may take me 15 minutes, an hour, two hours, depending on where I am, because you want to be in the present moment. Some people are so connected to all of those buzzes and dings and bings that anytime and every time it happens, they're just looking down. They're looking down. They're answering. They're looking down. Now, of course, if you have children, if you have an emergency, if you have a family member that is sick, you want to have those notifications on so that you can make sure that you're clear on what's happening with them. But anybody else, they could probably wait 15 minutes. They could wait an hour. Um, depending on if it's a big business deal, uh, then you could just go ahead and put that on a schedule, Okay. So the nugget there for getting more out of life is to schedule your notification reviews. So what's an example of that? Maybe you set out five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes per day, per hour, excuse me. You could do it per day, but per hour, where every hour on the hour, you're going to check your notifications, okay? And you can even let your clients know that you could let your customers know you could let your family members know your friends that based on you know where you are in your life right now and 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 where it is that you want to go and that you can construct the sentence however you want to construct the sentence but just let them know hey this year i'm trying something new and i will be getting back with everyone uh once per hour as opposed to every single time my phone buzzes getting uh, those notifications and making those responses because I'm just trying to do more related to time management. Okay, so how do you get more out of life? Time management. There's only a certain number of minutes per day and you can use those more constructively having focused time on the things that you need to focus on. Now, I was talking to a friend, um, I think it was even actually just yesterday. What does focus even mean? And what is the meaning of how we, we teach our children, how we teach um, people in our business how to focus? And so that's something that could mean different things to different people. But, you know, your brain has a way, and what I talked about was multitasking. I consider myself a, a good multitasker. I consider myself even a focused person, okay? But there's only so much that your mind can, can grasp. There's only so much that you can do at one time because you're really not doing more than one thing at a time. You're just spending five minutes on this, maybe 10 minutes on this, and then maybe if you have a thought about this other thing, you can go and put something, uh, some more thought and, and time into that. 
And then if you have a big presentation or something that's really big, then you need to spend longer times at what it is that you're doing. And so um, I'm known as the note lady because I do have notes uh, and various notebooks and different things that I use. I use the computer too, but uh, depending on what I'm working on, it might be that it stems a thought or something might happen or, or might be said, or it might even smell something or see something that reminds me of something else. And then I go ahead and take a note on it over here related to that particular action. Okay. So I'm working on this, but oh, I remember this. So I'm not going to go and start working on that thing. I'm just going to go ahead and make a note on it. But to be, depending if it's like a huge idea, if there's something like really juicy that I thought about, I might just go ahead and stop working on that and start working on the other thing, okay? So you have to do what's best for you. I'm just giving you some nuggets on how you can get more, <coughs> excuse me, how you can get more out of life, okay? And part of it, like I said, has to do with time management. And then there's another study, you know, that says, you know, based on how many hours we're supposed to maybe get related to sleeping, that people sleep for 2,555 hours uh, per year, 2,555 hours per year. So whether you are a three, <coughs> four or five or six or seven or eight hour sleeper, I think this might have been based on seven hours of sleep that people get, but all of the rest of that time during the day all of those other minutes that you have, there's ways that you can do more with your time. So I, I want to question you and I want to challenge you on maybe spending a few days and writing notes related to how you're spending your time during your day, okay? And then I want you to also look at based on this past year, based on times that maybe you were not as productive, have you made any changes? Because I tell you, I'm not necessarily for New Year's resolutions. I'm for life change. I'm for life change and, and, and implementing habits that are good habits for you to have to move your life in the direction that you want to, to have it move. You know, there's, there's a, a number of people that are born every year. There's a number of people that, that die every year. And you don't know when your time is going to be. You know that you were born because you're here and you're, you're sitting here and you're listening to this show or watching this show, but you don't know uh, when you're going to die. And there are over 131 million births per year. And this particular statistic said that there's 55 million people that die each year. 55 million people in the world that die each year, Okay. So I'm not trying to bring the mood down really to this show, but I am just letting you know that if you have a purpose for your life, of which you do, everyone has a purpose. You may have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight purposes, okay? But if we're not spending our days and spending our time trying to work toward why we, why we are here, and maybe even discovering that, because some people say that they have not discovered why they're here, then if we're not working toward that and we're just existing, there's other people that we're supposed to have been affected by and brought up by why we are here. Let me say that again. There's other people that are supposed to be affected by and brought up by why we are here. We're here for ourselves and to help ourselves to be the best person that we can be, but we're also here to be a catalyst, to be a catapult, to be, um, a mentor, a coach, a friend to other people so that we can help them reach their goals, their objectives, and their divine and destined, their divine outcome and their destiny. Okay? So we are all connected for various reasons. And there's this thing called, you know, seven degrees of, of, of separation. And, and if you look at who you know and who knows those people and who knows those people and who knows those people, once you look at the world, it becomes like a smaller and smaller place because there's so many people out there. And yes, there's people that, that are in remote areas and villages and things like that, of which I've been to villages, so I do know some people that live in villages too. But there's so many people out there that are connected to so many other people that it does become a small world. 
there was a guy who sent me a text this morning and asked me if I knew a certain person. And when I looked at their name, I was about to say no. But then when I looked them up on Google and saw their face, then I remembered that I had interviewed them during a red carpet interview. And so I sent them back the picture. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, I, I, I do know that person. Well, you know, I don't necessarily know them personally, um, but I have met them actually several times. And so that continues to happen more and more and more. I see things on Facebook. I see things on the news. I see things um, even in magazines. And it's like, wow, I actually know that person. Or there's somebody else that knows that person. My husband knows so many people um, based on his childhood, based on his college, based on being in athletics. Uh, a lot of the people that played football now do other things. And, and he knows a lot of people. Okay. So all I'm trying to get at related to that is when we're talking about getting more out of life, that it's not just related to us. It's not just related to us. It's related to all of the people that we were meant to affect, all of the people that we were meant to help bring them up so that they can reach their destiny as well. And then if each one reaches one, as they say, that, you know, there would be so much more that we could do in this world to help one another. Okay. And uh, that was something that, you know, maybe I didn't have a, a, a good grasp on um, earlier in life um, because of the fact that sometimes I was just trying to be by myself because of, of being bullied and, and having where uh, if I end up putting myself out there, uh, they would make fun of me and, and just worrying about what other people think. And again, that's another thing, in, <coughs> excuse me, in the Think and Grow Rich um, book is talking about fear, the fear of criticism, okay, the fear of criticism. But I'm here to tell you that there's no perfect person. Michael Jordan, um, all of the different people that were great basketball players, even the ones that are out there now and football players, any sport, they all have goals that they missed, okay? They all have touchdowns that they did not make. They all have shots that they did not make. No one in any of those sports has where every single time they ran for a touchdown that they made every single one. No one in any of those sports has every single shot they made 100%. Every single person that plays golf, they don't make every single shot. They don't get a hole in one every single time they play. They just don't, okay? So you're going to have where there's um, things called mistakes. I don't believe that there's any mistakes because they are just learning experiences. So another secret to getting more out of life is using every single thing that happens as an actual learning experience, as opposed to dwelling on the negative portion of it, which would be saying that you made a mistake. Okay, so maybe something didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. Maybe you allowed yourself to get into something that maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you said some things that you regret. Okay, but it is okay to say that you're sorry. It is okay for you to try to do something a different way moving forward as opposed to dwelling on the fact that there was something that was maybe not so optimal about what happened. The book, Flynn Out Loud, talks about the fact that uh, some lessons come from where we least expect. Some lessons come from where we least expect. So if we look at our life as just a series of lessons, and as soon as something happens, as soon as it happens, okay, let me look at why this happened. What did I do maybe uh, one way that maybe I could have done another way? What are some ways to have creative thinking? Okay, that's one of, something that one of my friends said that I told her I was going to, to use uh, throughout this year. What are some ways that we can do some creative thinking related to that and maybe do it a different way the next time? Now, sometimes there is no next time. And that's one thing I want to make clear. How do you get more out of life when there's something that happens and there is no next time? Some things are just one-time events, one-time events. So you still can use it as a, uh, as a lesson and you still can even make it as part of your story. As part of your story. If you live, live to tell it, make it a part of your story the one-time events. You know, it, it brings me to, to a story and reminds me of one thing that was a one-time event that I just never did ever again after that because there was a friend of mine 
uh, and I, we were, uh, I think we were, I don't know if we were at the gym, we were somewhere. And then we met this guy and he said he was from out of town and uh, this was in Michigan. And uh, we started talking and he said he liked music and food and this and that. And so the two of us, two girls, we were supposed to take him to this festival in Detroit. Now that's an hour from where we live. This was a one-time event, didn't happen anymore after that. So we said, okay, well, well, we'll take you. And so when I called her and asked her if she was ready to go, uh, because it was my car, she said, oh, I can't go because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, wow. So I, I need to keep my word and still take this guy. But we had just met this guy, okay? Not smart, which is not a smart move at all. So I just went ahead and picked him up and we went to this festival. It was an hour away. We had a great time while we were there. And on the way back, uh, he started talking about his hotel room. He started touching my leg while I was driving. And, and then he got upset because I wasn't... Um, accepting his advances and then he was like saying some different things about me being that type of a person because I'm the one that came and picked him up I'm the one that drove to this place and had this good time with him and now he wanted to have his version of a good time and I was like just praying to God that he would allow me to get home and at one point um, I almost got in an accident and, and I, I mean he could have just done whatever he wanted to do and left me on the side of the road on that hour long trip on the way back to my hometown, okay? But I pulled up to the hotel where he was and, and let him out. And uh, he was very livid. He got, he got angry, he started cursing. And um, I think he hit the seat, but he didn't hit me. But I mean, anything could have happened. But I thanked God for allowing me to live through that event with my life and you know, I didn't get, have anything happen to me. I didn't get raped or anything, but that was an event that I did live to, live to tell about. And there was a lesson learned there. Okay. Don't have to keep your word to a stranger. Uh, shouldn't even have told the stranger that you would take him to this festival. First of all, ladies, you know, just don't do stuff like that. Okay. So that is just, um, just one thing that happened that there was a definitely a lesson learned there. And there was definitely a zero after that. Never did anything like that ever again. And because I was naive in the fact that, oh, you know, he just wants to go and have a time to listen to music and, and eat some food and then come back. But I didn't know him from, from anyone else. So how do you get more out of life? Learn from the lessons that you've already had and make sure that you do not repeat things that you have regretted, okay? Use them as lessons learned. Tell whoever you need to tell so that they don't make those same mistakes. So that was something that I was able to use and I have used in other instances as a story when talking to young females about being careful on how they spend their time, okay? So um, I gave the stats about births and I gave the stats about deaths, like, you know, the millions of people, 55 million people that die each year because it's important to me, first of all, that, you know, we see one another succeeding, see one another succeeding and help one another succeed, okay? See one another reaching goals in life and then helping other people to do the same. Um, I love helping people. I love, I love, I love, I love helping people. Uh, it could be that you're homeless. It could be that you um, maybe need me to help you with different things related to starting your business uh, or you already have a business and you need to make some improvements. You could be a millionaire, a billionaire. I mean, like I have like a number of different kinds of people that I know that I'm helping and talking to about different initiatives. Some we do business together, some we don't. Some we just talk about uh, various initiatives and, and just bounce things off of one another. But all of that is putting our own creative thinking together and helping people improve. And so when I say action over words, it's putting all of those words, all of those talks together, not just doing all of this just to have a nice talk, but doing it so that we can put the action toward it afterwards and improve. So that's why I say never settle for less. Be above your best. Because we all have different things that um, we maybe have as things that we want to accomplish 
or we all have things where we can see that there's something that I can do to help that other person live a better life. Okay. So it doesn't always have to be about us. Sometimes it's just, you know, you know that you have a skill set, you know that you have a thought or a suggestion that might help somebody else, okay? Now, it doesn't mean that you need to be a busybody where you're always giving your suggestions or input to people who don't want it, um, but sometimes people have said that they don't want it and then they end up using it later. I mentioned a story like that on my show before where my husband and I would talk to this one person and then they would act like they're not listening to us or just go on into some other subject. And then two, three weeks later, uh, we would hear them say the very same thing that we said to them, we would hear them say. So sometimes, you know, it sinks in, it sinks in here. Uh, Even when some people are saying that they're not listening, they are actually listening. So if you know that you have something that can help someone else, maybe you might want to suggest it to them. And it doesn't have to be in a way that it's like, well, you know, you need to do this. You know, you need to do that. There's also a way that you, you talk to people. Okay. And say, well, maybe I just want you to just throw this out there, whether you use it or not. This was just maybe a way that, that, that you could approach this and maybe a way that I would approach it, or I saw XYZ approach this this way, and it might work for you and give them the information, give them a link, uh, give them, uh, maybe even write something out for them, send them a text, draw it on a napkin, take a picture, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to get the information to them. And then whether they say thank you or not, whether they use it or not, that's up to them. Now it's on them. And it may be that you hear thank you or they give you accolades later, or it may not. It may end up that they take that and you hear them on stage in front of like thousands of people. Or you see it in a book and it's a best bestseller and they've made like millions of dollars and it was your idea, okay? Okay, okay. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't be like, wow, (laughs) they didn't even give me any credit for that. That has happened to me a lot where there's different things that I tell people. And then sometimes they take it as their own idea. It's okay. It's okay. Now, yes, um, depending on what it is, I might have like a little chip for like a minute, maybe on my shoulder. I'm just being honest uh, related to I'm like, wow, I, I told them that. And then they just didn't even give me, you know, didn't even say thank you or didn't say anything. But um, that's not something that I can dwell on because what I'm talking about is your mindset that gets you to those next levels in your life. OK, because guess what? If God gave you that one idea that allowed them to to do whatever it is that they did, he's going to give you another one. As you start creating, you become more creative. As I start teaching dance and coming up with dance moves, I... Uh, I'm a choreographer too, and I and I write music. I have have songs that I've written and CDs and stuff like that. Um, as I continue to do that, I get more. So once you start getting in in that realm, and the same thing happens in business, okay? Um, when I'm working on something for medical devices or genetic research, or if I'm working on an invention with someone, or or going deep into their business objectives, their goals, and what it is that they really want to accomplish. And then I start thinking about all of these different experiences and all of these different thoughts that that I've had around that maybe in the past, or I research something, then research something else, something else, something else, something else. There's all of this information that comes to me and I'm able to formulate and put it into a succinct plan for them and help them understand how to do that as well so that you're, you're giving them a fish and you're helping to teach them how to fish at the same time, okay? And when you do that, you have more and more and more thoughts in that same way. You really do. You really do. It really happens that way. So once you create, you become more creative. Once you have a good business idea and, and it works, then you're able to have even more business ideas, okay? So I want you to just put yourself in that spot mentally and say to yourself, I am creative, okay? Say that I do have a good mind. Say that I do have good ideas. All of these are affirmations. And there's a number of them in the book, too, Um, It's going to be coming out very soon. I'm having, like I said, uh, my editor make some final comments on that. 
and uh, some final edits. That's what an editor does, some final edits on it. And so here in the affirmation section of this book, there are, let's see how many affirmations do I have? There's 122 affirmations. And so let's just go through here and look at a few of them. The first one is, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And then the number 41, I will be humble on a daily basis. That's 41. Because a lot of people are just really, really puffed up. And um, I want to always have where I have a, a humble heart and a humble spirit and not come off as that. So um, I'm hoping uh, that I'm able to continue to, to try to do that. Uh, another one, number 64 says, I am thoughtful. Number 65, I am trustworthy. And number 121 is, I will never fail. I will only learn lessons. That one is huge. I will never fail. I will only learn lessons. And the last one on here is, I will speak up for what is right. So there's a number of things that you can write as well. And there's a section here, it is like a little workbook thing that you can do too, related to being the best you. So I just wanna encourage you today to do what you can to be able to not only affect yourself, but do what you need to do to affect other people. Because it's not all about you. Martin Luther King says that life's most urgent question is what are you doing for others? Life's most urgent question. That word, he didn't say important or something that you should just think about. He said life's most urgent question is what are we doing for others? Okay. And um, thank you for the comments, uh, Lauren and Ruth and Kendo and Jennifer and all of those who have given comments uh, on Facebook. But if we, listen to, if we listen to that question, life's most urgent question is what are we doing for others, okay? Now, I know myself, I've gone through times where it's like, I don't want to be bothered with anybody. <laughs> I just want to be at home in my room with the sun coming in, the lights out, and just do me, Okay. So go through those times, take those times, do what you need to do for you so that you can come out stronger because sometimes you do need to take that break, okay? And especially with all the things that we do, you know, there's, there's music, there's noise, there's people, and I have all these clients, these customers, all these deadlines, and some that I have right now that when I get off the show, I have like a million things that I need to do, but sometimes I just need that quiet time. Now, my husband, when he works at home, when I work at home, I just have everything off. I have everything off, and I am making the best out of my day by just focusing and listening to what I want to listen to, then I turn it off, or checking what I need to check, and then, then it's off so that it's quiet. It's just me and the birds and the cars that are going by, okay? The water, the waterfall thing is on in the pool. Um, he comes home when he likes to work, he has the TV on for like background noise and he watches whatever the crime show is that he watches, uh, but that's how he thinks and that's how he does. Okay, so we're all different. So then I just go and I go in another room so that I can just have that quiet again, um, depending on what it is. Or sometimes I just end up staying so that we can have some time together while we're talking and conversing and working together. But the thing is, is that you have to know you. So we get back to that self-discovery. That was one of the first things that I mentioned is that you have to have where you understand yourself. And the thing I want to say about that is don't apologize. Explain to people what it is that are your boundaries, okay? And it's not like, well, this is my boundary, this is my boundary, this is my boundary, and you better not step over my boundaries. You know, you don't go in there like that. <laughs> You just, if something comes up, especially in a relationship, in a marriage, you just let them know like, hey, I was just, you know, sitting here quiet and I just still want some quiet. So I'm just going to go in the other room for another hour or two or another 30 minutes and finish this up and then I'll come back. And sometimes he'll say, well, I'll just cut it off. So you know, we'll just sit here. It's fine. And sometimes he'll say, okay. Okay. So the main thing there that you can use as a nugget for how to make the most out of life is the word communication. Communicate. Communicate. Don't just have an attitude. 
find the words, find the words and don't use I, don't use I a lot. Okay. Use words that speak to the situation, not words. Well, I want this, or I did this, or I want, you know, just say, well, um, you can say, you know, I'm going to go to the other room, but what I'm saying is it's not where it's just all about you. Okay. So I'm trying to think of a situation where I can say like how you don't use I, and it can be that, you know, you're working on this particular work and just going to finish it up. Not saying that, well, I don't like noise. That would be maybe a, a negative way to use I. You can use I to say that, well, I'm just going to go in the other room and, and finish. Okay, so it's stating your, your preference. It's stating what you're going to do, and it's not pointing the finger at them. It's, it's stating what you're going to do. Then they have the opportunity to communicate back and say what they're going to do. Okay, so whoever it is that you're working with, the word communication is key. How do we make the most out of life? work on our communication skills and also work on this. I'm pointing at my ears, pointing at my ears, work on this, listening, okay? Work on our listening skills. Being an effective listener is huge, huge, huge. Being an effective listener is so, so huge because it's where people know that you're listening because then you can use the technique of being able to, to restate what it is that they said and then add on to it potentially, or the head nod, but it's not where you're like nodding through the whole thing and like, unless it's really good, sometimes I get into them like, whoa, that was like really good. And then I, I get up and I scream, it's like, woohoo, like, wow, that was just like really on point, okay? So being an effective listener doesn't mean that you're listening so that you're ready to respond. It means that you're listening so that you can get the full meaning of what it is that they're saying. Now, we all have where our mind races and we like, oh, we have this just juicy thing that we want to say after somebody says something. But sometimes the person is talking and we're glazed over and we're thinking about our grocery list. We're thinking about what we need to do next. And we're thinking about what they have on or we're looking at some spot that's on their face or if they have a little chunk of food or something like that. And we're not even listening to what it is that they're saying. And then we catch the last couple of words that they're saying, and then we talk about that. So we need to work on being an effective listener. And then also, while we're being an effective listener, being a listener that also does what I was talking about earlier. Listen so that you can be a better person if it's something that can help you. And also listen so that there's maybe sometimes suggestions you can give to help make them a better person too. Okay. Now, doing this every single time that you talk to a person can get very annoying. They don't want every single time that you talk to me, you're telling me something I need to change or fix or whatever. So it, there needs to be a way that you understand the communication principles behind being an effective listener and an effective communicator. But I'm just saying that both of those things will take you a long way in life take you a long way in life. And part of what I talk about is personality types too, is that you need to understand, you know, what kind of person that you're dealing with and what works best for that particular type of person. And in all of the different books that I have and different presentations that I give and talks that I give, I talk about that. And so that is huge. So think about that. How do you get the most out of life? is understanding who you are and then also understanding the types of people that you're dealing with so that you can be the best you. Um, one of the things that we want to talk about about being the best you is the fact that sometimes there are going to be things that we talked about earlier that are maybe called mistakes or failures, but in, in, in Think and Grow Rich and in some of the other books in Forbes and Entrepreneur, uh, in Wall Street Journal, in, 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 in a number of my books, <clears throat> and whether you listen to, uh, excuse me, a lot of great authors out there and a lot of great podcasts and radio shows talk about uh, how we can use our failures, the things that disappoint us, and turn them around to lessons. So I know I've mentioned that a couple different times on the show because it's important for me that you use your mind for positivity, okay? Use your mind for positivity. Use it to lift yourself up 
to understanding what it is and then moving on, moving forward, okay? Don't stay down as far as what happened. Use it to lift yourself up, stand on top of that thing and be even taller and go and do the next thing. And when you do the next thing, you don't make that same mistake. You don't take that guy to that festival. You step on top of that and you make yourself the best and the best and the best. And then like my head is going off the top of the screen because you need to use all of those things to be things that, that lift you up. Okay, now, one of the things that will help you to, to understand some of these secrets is to understand even some things that other people have said, okay? So there's a lot of people that have uncertainty in their life because part of it is that they don't, they don't plan, okay? But then it's like, what do you plan if you don't even know what it is that you want to do? Well, that's part of what we do is uh, if you go to buildthatbiz.com, buildthatbiz.com, you can uh, register to, to have a consultation with me. Uh, we also have some other great initiatives coming up that I can't wait to share with you in the next couple days uh, related to other ways that you can con connect with me as well as my, my business partner <clears throat> on ways that we can help you to be the best you and help you to take action over words, okay? But what I want to give you right now are a few stats before we end our show on some things that other people have said. So this particular one is uh, people that were 25 to 33, and it's, it's related to a LinkedIn survey, um, unsure of what to do next in their career. In this particular survey, there were 59%, like almost 60% of the people that had no clue what to do next in their career. Okay, so part of what we do, which I'm very excited about, is that we're able to take you to that next step. Okay, because some people are in careers and doing things just because they went to college for it. Or even some people that didn't go to college, they were just brought into it by the family or it was just their first job out of high school. Or maybe they even did that job in high school and they just stayed there. But is that really what they were supposed to be doing? They might have been even made a lot of money at it, maybe didn't make a lot of money at it. You could be in both of those situations. But what is it that you should do next? Now, we're talking about people that are 25 to 20 to 33 in this particular survey. And they don't know what to do next. That is the prime age to get involved, um, quite honestly, with people like me, people like my business partner and, and some other people <clears throat> that can help you identify why you are actually here. What are you good at? What are some things that maybe you might not be good at now, but because of what we see in you? We're able to say that if you just hone in on some of these skills, if you just learn this, 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 and this, this is this and this, that was four, okay? This, 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 and this. If you learn those things, that you could really kill it. You could really be the bomb at some something, okay? So you need to be involved with people that can really see that in you. And there's a lot of scams out there, okay? So you need to make sure that you're not spending your money on these coaches and on these programs, and they're not giving you value, okay? You need to be clear. How do you make the most out of life? Be clear on what you're outlining before you go and spend money on these coaches and stuff. A lot of them just say various things and then you have no output. You need to know exactly what you're going to get from them. Exactly what you're going to get from them. Measuring is key. The measurements are key. The outputs are key. If it's just going to be words and fluff and cheerleader, I can come cheer for you. You can give me the money. I can just come cheer for you. But I wouldn't do that, okay? What I'm saying is that you need to spend your money on people that are actually going to give you tangible results, okay? And that's what we say in Build That Business, that you will definitely have tangible results. And what does tangible mean? That if it's uh, a website that you end up needing or if you need to just have a totally new business structure, it means that if you need to actually build something and then have where you have the timeline on how you need to build it and what are those action points and phases in order to build that. And then when you build that, you can go to the next thing and the next thing. Um, all of these are like things that we would work with you on so that you have some real stuff. Action over words. Okay, action over words. It's not just that we say these things and expect you to go out and do it. If you need help, need people under you as a foundation to be your support team, that's what we do. Okay, so that you can get real things done. 
You can get real things made, launch a real business, write a real book, uh, real inventions, whatever it is. So these particular people had no clue uh, what to do next in life. That was 60% of those people. And then this one said that there were 54% of the people were frustrated about their career options. Now, uh, I talk a lot about uh, student loans for college because there's so many people that are still 50, 60, and I don't know about 70 in that particular survey that I looked at way back then, but they're like old, older people. I'm 55, so I'm old too, that are, are still trying to pay back their student loans. Now, I paid mine back a while ago because I had scholarships, so thank God I didn't really have to have that many student loans. Um, I was in college, I think, for eight years in engineering because I was on and off because I did a lot of work projects, had a lot of great experience. So when I got out of college, I didn't have to get an engineering job. I was able to go straight to a managerial job at a medical device company because I had so much um, engineering and management experience already. Okay. So what I'm saying is don't be frustrated with your career choice when there's probably some other things that you can do. How do you make the most out of life? Don't be frustrated. Do something about it, okay? These 54% of these people that are on this LinkedIn survey, they need to do something about it, okay? It's okay to be frustrated just for a hot second, but be motivated versus being frustrated. How do you get more out of life? Don't be frustrated. Be motivated, okay? Always try to find the opposite word. One of the other things that I said, I think it was uh, yesterday, a day before, um, is perseverance over procrastination. Perseverance over procrastination. Because a lot of times we procrastinate because there's something that we don't want to do. We just, it's just uh, maybe something that we're not good at or something that takes a long time. But you need to persevere through that thing. Persevere through it. Just do it a little bit at a time because you procrastinate because you don't want to get it done because it's this whole so big. So make little goals, 10 little goals to get here. So persevere through it versus procrastination, perseverance over procrastination. Any word that you can think of, I guarantee that I can think of a positive word that will help give you the actions that you need. And then now 49% here said that they don't earn enough. Okay, you don't earn enough, so do something about it. We've talked about various streams of income. Okay, there's a lot of things that you can still work that job that you're frustrated with while you put some other actions in place to to give yourself another career. Now, that's going to take effort. Okay, it's going to take effort because you're going to have to still work that nine to five job or whatever your hours are and put in additional hours. Remember all the hours that I talked about at the beginning of the show? Where's my paper? It is all of the, the minutes, okay? I said in one year, there's 5,250,000, no, 525,699 minutes. That's what I was trying to say. In a year, okay? So you can use some of those minutes to put your plans together. Use some of those minutes outside of your nine-to-five job to meet people that can be your mentors and your coaches to help you get to your goals. You can use some of those minutes not to just put your plans together, but also look at, you know, how are you going to finance those goals using some of that money or maybe even learning how to have people invest in you. So write that marketing plan, write that um, strategic plan, write your business proposal and that that's what we help with. Okay. But do those things, put that time in outside of your nine to five time. Maybe if you normally sleep eight hours, if it's not going to just totally kill you, sleep only seven hours, sleep only six hours, six and a half. Use that extra time to put toward something else. So don't say that you don't earn enough. Do something about it. Don't say that you're frustrated about your job. Do something about it. And some of the other things that they just feel stuck in a rut, okay? Don't feel stuck. Do something about it. Get out of the rut and start a business. Get out of the rut and see what you're good at. And if there's somebody who has a business that's maybe even close 
to what it is that you want to do may not be exact because maybe you have a really, really unique idea, then go to them and see if they can be a person that lets you shadow them, okay? And even if they say no, you can go to someone else. Even if they say no, there's a lot of information on the internet, even about their business, if they're a public business, or if there's anything on there that you can find guaranteed that you should be able to find someone because it's all about the approach. It's all about what I talked about earlier, communication. Find a way to say the right words so that you can have or you can be an understudy, maybe at some of these companies. They may even let you work and you can even say that you would do this for free as a volunteer or it may be that you say that you would like to be an understudy and then they may even end up paying you, okay? Um, it's not really all about the pay at that point. It's about getting the knowledge and the experience that you need. So how can you get more out of life? What is one of the secrets? Volunteer. Volunteer. Do some of the things that you need to do to have enough money to support yourself. But <laughs> if there's something that you really, really want to do, and maybe they don't have a job opening, you can ask them if you can shadow them and help them and do some work for them. And you're learning. You get to hear certain things that other people aren't able to hear. You get to see certain things and they may even actually take you under their wing as an apprentice to be able to get that additional information. So as we get ready to end the show today, I want to just encourage you to get more out of life Get is an action word. Get is an action word. Get more out of life. It's not for it to come to you. You have to go out and get more out of life with action over words. Don't settle for less. We were all put here for a purpose. We can be above our best. Don't say that you did your best and you know you didn't even do your best. You know, oh, I did my best at this or I did my best at that. Some people say, well, you know, honey, just do your best. And you know, good and well, they didn't do their best. Okay, so I'm not saying for us to put our children down. Say, oh, you, you know you didn't do it, but you didn't, you didn't do your best. Okay, you still encourage them, but you also can give them some more information on some things that maybe they could have done a little bit better. Not every single time because it doesn't want to be like, you know, you're preaching to them and like, oh, here she comes again and she always has something to say or he always has something to say. Do it tactfully. Have where you put yourself on a schedule that every fourth time or every third or fourth or fifth, you know, change it up a little bit that you may say something to, to them. Okay. And, and even talk to them about it. Does that bother you when I give suggestions or whatever? You know, if you want to bring it out like that, if you just want to be straight up and forward about it, but it could be that you uh, put yourself on a schedule. If you know that you have like all this juicy stuff that you could tell them, put yourself on a schedule so that you're not like really being a pain uh, and, and having all these different suggestions every single time. So hope this show was uh, beneficial for you. Hope that you got some nuggets, some of the secrets. Um, there were a number of things that I said in the show. And uh, if you actually had 10 or more, because I did say over 10, if you have 10 or more that you know, and you want to put it in the Facebook comment, if you want to send it to me to my Gmail, if, uh, if you're listening uh, on the radio station, you can send to my Gmail. That is G3QARA at gmail.com. G3QARA at gmail.com. If you want to send me your list of all of the different nuggets and all the different secrets that I said in this particular show, then I'll send you a special gift for the beginning of this year. Honest, honest. So you send them to me. I'll look at them. Ten or more. I know it's a huge challenge. I'm going to say, oh, if you have three, no. We said ten. I will actually send you a, a special gift uh, this year. Okay? So we'll go over it. And then uh, we'll have a little talk and then you'll send me your, your address and I'll send it to you. Promise. Promise. Hope you had a great day today uh, already, wherever you are in the world. We appreciate all of our different countries. I'm looking forward to the most recent stats. Um, 
from the station so that I can see if we've added any more countries. I think we're up to like 35 or 37. And I'll be publishing uh, those countries as I have in the past and just really appreciate I keep saying that word because it's true. I really appreciate you all listening and uh, your feedback. And this year, we're going to have a lot of other topics, a lot of different types of guests and things that we're doing. So I hope you're list- looking forward to 2020. We have a number of events coming up. Uh, I'm in a number of uh, big speaking engagements and and some things here around town too. Uh, maybe even something coming up uh, this week that I'm looking forward to. So a lot is going on. Hope you have a lot going on too in the direction that you want to be. Never settle for less. Be above your best. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together. Give back to our communities and change the world.